I could use another drink, Shaft. How about you? Oh, hell yeah, I can use uh, two or three more. Especially if I gotta listen to another story about how fast Falzerin can swim. Well, mayhaps he could tell us instead about what happened last time on the Incorrigible Party. While Dreg teaches Falzerin how to use his portal conjuring ring, Shaft and Shikara dispatch another Kraken priest and manage to take a second hostage. A brief interrogation yields very little new information, ending in a quick execution by Shakara. Overcoming the shock of her savagery, the party decides against emptying the pentagonal structure, fearing that the Kraken may have learned to take control of the opening once it's created. With nothing left to pursue down in the Kraken cave, Dreg offers to teleport the party to the docks, in hopes of retrieving Danzig's barrel from Tenchi's hidden room at the Creepy Aura. It appears Falzerin has bought the next round, and is headed this way. Ah, and the adventure continues. You appear in the southern section of Port Heraklion. As you pop into existence, Dreg he immediately falls to his knees, his chest is kind of heaving, his exhaustion over this past like day and a half that he's been up for, clearly catching up to him, you know, his brow is just mopped with sweat. Behind you, roughly 50 to 70 feet, are what remains of the docks that were once brimming with activity when you arrived. Now all you see are ruins of charred and battered piles of wood, the wreckage of half-sunken ships obliterated by what could only have been the cannon fire sticking out of the shallows of, along the port here. The small cluster of buildings that make up the port itself on either side of this main path that lead to the to the city, uh, they, they match this ruinous state of the docks as half structures still stand, piles of rubble from blown out walls, uh, other buildings completely gutted from fires, uh, their contents reduced to ash. And directly in front of you are three of those floating tentacled brain creatures with, with the large beaks, along with a single elven cultist. And Shaft, you you and this cultist recognize each other. Uh, where do I... Wh can you tell me where I recognize this cultist from? Well, let's roll initiative. <laughs> Come on, Falsy. Nat 20, baby! Woo! It's a 19 for Shakara. It's a 3 for Faldron. Nine for Shaft. Good roll, babe. <laughs> Twenty-two. This is great. Oh, we tied. Does the tie go to the to the cultist? Or which one of you two has the higher dex bonus? I do. Three. I don't know. I just said that. <laughs> but my dex, my dex is plus two or fourteen. So higher dex bonus will break the tie. And Shaft, as these Grell react to. Your the like the presence of you five just popping into uh, existence like you recognize this cultist from the ritual under the lake with Danzig and Surma, and the cultist gets to act first. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm left. Uh, I am going to uh, hold on. I'm going to bring my player screen up. That's what I'm going to do. I am going to do. A, I hope sneak attack action uh, and I'm going to 
try and kill one of these uh, tentacle monsters, which is an erotic sentence I wasn't sure I was ever going to get to say in a D&D <laughs> podcast. I uh, yeah, came to the right place. Consentable. <laughs> so I'm going to turn around and uh, try and get a crossbow bolt right into this brain creature. So I'm going to roll to attack, I guess? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I will give you your sneak attack because you know this you're kind of turning on your ally here they ain't never seen this coming uh so that is a 17 to attack that hits yeah sneak attack is gosh this again this is my life three plus three d6 so um and it's it's uh three seven ten so that's 20 wicked smash So, so we pop in, we look around, I see this cultist guy, I recognize him, and he looks like he's with these grill, right? Looks like they're all sort of hanging. He's clad in the same type of robes you've, you've been dealing with and fighting against this entire time. Then do we do we sort of make eye contact? I imagine, yeah, you kind of maybe like meet eyes and bef- you know, he before any you can do anything yourself, Shaft, you just see him turn on what he, looks he like a little wink. his allies. Oh yeah, a, a, a half smile and a, a little bit of a. Yeah, I'm going to use. I, I use my cunning action to turn back to Shaft and just give him a real obvious wink, like I've done something massively <laughs> deceptive. <laughs> but it's after I've already made the attack. <laughs> Point. Your bolt just sinks into this growl, and you hear it just let out this like strange bird-like shriek from its beak mounted on this brain body. And Mia, you are up. Um, okay, so that... I didn't see that coming. So Mia is... She's about 30 feet from Grell number three, who's in front. So she's gonna just take, like, a five-foot step. And she's gonna chuck her hammer at Grell number three. And that is a 14 to hit. That hits. <laughs> that sucked. Alright, that's only eight damage. And it's just like electricity flowing from the hammer and it comes back into my hand. Shakara. Ah, shoot. I'm too far away. So I'm going to have to uh, bonus action Misty Step. Use one of my last remaining spell slots. So I can get up there and smack him with my sword. So I'm up on Grell number three and I'm going to uh, swing. That's a 10. Oh, that's a miss. Yeah. So I'll bring it around again, and I'm more determined this time. That's a 24. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> to smite or not to smite, that would be my last spell slot. Yeah, burn your resources. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't the What's like been doing? <laughs> the sound of that. <laughs> burn them. You have no need for spell slots. Yeah, I think I might save that for a healing spell. So I'm just going to do regular <laughs> weapon damage. And that is an eight. All right. That's good. Still good. You kind of sever one of this these, this Grell's tentacle arms, one of many. As again, it, it just letting out that screech of pain. I disarmed him. Shaft, you're up. So our friend here, he, he uh, attacked Grell number one. That's right, yeah. Okay. 
So I think what I'll do is I will, as a bonus action, I'll do Hunter's Mark on Grail number one. Then I'm going to pull out the Wood Elf bow and shoot from that spot. That is a 21 to hit. Definitely. Oh, crap. That's a f- eight points of damage. Then I will take my second shot. Oh, that's not good. That is a 11 to hit. That is a miss. All right. Then I will move next to Grail number two. So I'm just going to run on up. And that's me. So you're moving a little bit to the right of the Grail that's in the front right? Yes. That way I can sort of see both Grail one and two. But, um, yeah, I figured Grail number one was going to going to go after my buddy. Yes, this Grell that took the crossbow bolt turns on this cultist. Guess he didn't take too kindly to being hit in the back. No, it did not. And it uh, it lashes out with a tentacle. Yeah, that's only a 10 with its tentacle. That misses. And a 7 with its beak. The same thing, Grell number 2 will go against Shaft with a tentacle 22. <laughs> <laughs> So you take 11 piercing damage. Alrighty. And you need to make a constitution saving throw, please. Alright. Uh, 14. You are fine. You just kind of feel this wave of paralysis kind of sweep over your body that you just are able to shake off as this growl follows up with a beak attack. I was going to say, don't make a constitution saving throw and hopefully tentacles will grow out of you. I don't know, it could be useful. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could use some tentacles. Oh, who, who, who couldn't? Uh, an adjusted 20 <laughs> with his beak attack. On, on me again? Yeah. Yeah, so six more piercing damage. All right. And the third Grell, same thing on Shakara, right in its grill. It's tentacle, tentacle attack. The Grell in the grill. It's only a 10. That's a miss. Beak is only a 12. That's a miss also. Falls are in your Dodging out. all over the place. Good day to have that armor on. I think it's more of a clink, clink, clank. <laughs> no, I dodged that mother. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, with all your dexterity in that armor, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so Falzern's going to move over to his left, just off to the edge of this walking path that we're on. So he's going to be kind of to the left and behind Mia. And he's going to reach into his little bag and throw a rock out onto the floor, or on, onto the ground. Great. Again, in a city full of debris, you still yes. go for your own rocks, your own special rocks. It's Falzern's M.O. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Mm. It should not yuck your yum, Falzern's. They're, they're special these, to him. These Didn't rocks you write have names been, on them and stuff? They've been carefully curated. I believe Shakara drew eyes on some of them, didn't I? No, those are the barking stones. Yeah, that's okay. where we can find them. That's right. Guys, I'm trying to cast a spell here, okay? okay. You, can cat- you can catapult the Barking Stone if you want. No, that's okay. So, um, I think I have pretty well lined up the Grell that's attacking Shakara and the Grell that's attacking this elven cultist here. Um, uh, uh, no? Yes? Yeah. They're not really in a line. <laughs> I knew it! Like, you know what I mean? Okay. All right. That's how you want to... Instead of moving to the left, Bill, move to the right and line up the other two. Well, I I think Shaft's kind of in my way if I were to move to the right to line up the other. Not if you... So from your position, if those two growl in our line, then Shakara's also in that line and she'll have to make the first check. Move right here, Bill. Yeah, okay. Um, I guess the way they've moved, I can't quite pull off the... Um, 
the catapult trick, but I will at least target. Um, who's looking more hurt, uh, Shaft or Shakara? Oh, uh, well, that's a, that's a good question. I don't know. Probably Shakara. She took a pretty big beating last fight. I yeah. am mm. almost half my health. I'm about the same, yeah. Oh. Mia's less now. than but half, that's okay. so take that. But she can heal. <laughs> she has one hit point. I, I have one lay on hands hit point, and I yeah. can do one spell. Sometimes touching yourself for one point is all it needs. That's true. <laughs> all right. So this this rock that's on the ground here, he's going to launch it towards the girl that's in the front attacking Shakara. Okay, number three. So what kind of uh, save? It has to make a save, right? Yes, dex? I believe it's dex. Well, it doesn't quite matter because it's a seven. All right, beautiful. Uh, 14, uh, 14 bludgeoning damage. Nice. Good job. Is the Your stone catapulted stone just batters against its brain body, kind of squish, you know, the impact, leaving a, a bloody squished spot on its head. And uh, if you are done, then Dreg is up. Yeah, that's it for Falsey. You see him struggle to get to his feet as he kind of wipes his forehead with, with a sleeve of his robe, and he just raises up uh, one hand towards uh, the grill with a striking shaft and just lets out a magic missile at it. Nine force damage. And back to the top with uh, the cultist. I am going to smash this dude that's next to me still with my short sword. Oh, at least I'm going to attempt to do that before I make any big plans. So that is a 13 to hit. That hits. Yeah, that hits. I'm okay, so short sword, which is actually definitely a rapier, whatever, it's fine. So that's one. So no sneak attack on this one. No. I've got something else going on. Oh yeah. I'm gonna, so that's seven uh, damage. Okay. And then I'm gonna use, if it's allowed, fast hands to use, I use to reach into my bag of tricks. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to reach into my bag of tricks. I kind of like fumble around. Everything I'm doing is not quite as... It's done with good intentions, but it's not quite as graceful as you'd hope it was. So I'm going to reach into my bag of tricks and... Hold on. Let's see what happens. I rolled a three. So (laughs) out of my bag of tricks, a baboon jumps out. I don't know what that baboon does, but <laughs> I do now have a baboon. And Shakara looks over and is like, what the heck? I'm just, I look back over to Shaft and I give him another really big wink. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I give him a point and a wink back. <laughs> nice. Nice baboon. <laughs> you talking about him or his big red butt? <laughs> Yet to be seen. Who you call a baboon? <laughs> <laughs> what a strange fellow. <laughs> he must have a really cool name. <laughs> so do you know what this baboon does? Does this baboon get to roll for initiative or does it get to do stuff? Flings its poo at the grill. I'm feeling like it's at least better than a 2D baboon. So yeah, you see the cultist reach into this kind of tan bag and he pulls out this fuzzy object and I you just drop it next to you then? Yeah. And it lands on the ground and 
swells and morphs into a, a screeching baboon. <laughs> and so, so using your bonus action, you can uh, give basically give it a command to to act on its turn, like to tell it what to do. It will roll into initiative. I want to hear. I want to hear the baboon. Look, that's that's what post is for. Okay. Come on. <laughs> you made berry sounds. During the play session. Yeah, and I've never done it since. Yeah, I like the idea the baboon comes out and just says, Evening all. (laughs) 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 Little top hat and monocle. (laughs) How do you do? Oh no, it's personified. Now I'm going to feel really bad when it dies. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, give it a name. Oh, I'm going to call him Butt. (laughs) Butt Boon. So yeah, you can use your bonus action right now to like tell it to attack on its turn, if uh, if you want, or like tell it to like move somewhere, or, or maybe go grab something, or, or whatever you like. I'm gonna use a series of winks that I think are really communicative, but probably aren't, and I'm gonna go and ask the baboon to help me fight the grill that I'm fighting right now. And uh, it kind of you know cocks its head a little bit, scratches its big red butt. And uh, we'll wait for its turn to, to see if it acts. <laughs> and it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it lasts until the end of the round. <laughs> Mia, Mia, you're up. Um, when he asks the baboon via Wink to help him fight, do you think the baboon would stay right there or move a little bit? Because it's kind of cramping my plans. <laughs> yeah, no, the baboon stays where where the cultist dropped it. <sighs> Dang you should it, have cultist. sent me a series of winks. I would have told you. I don't think that's what you're putting down. Is unaware of this wink Morris code system. Going you should on. see how the baboon winks. Valzerin <laughs> <laughs> knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Does it use its brown eye to wink? It <laughs> can attack from one side and wink from the other. <laughs> Oh, I've instantly kind of lowered to myself to your level. Oh. There's still there's still room to come down. There is a lot of room to fall, my friend. Yes, a- this is a very deep valley I'm above. Right? <laughs> Bottomless, one might say. Pantsless, at the very least. <laughs> I will say, so this baboon, yeah, it does really suck. <laughs> yeah, three hit points. It's got a plus one to its hit. It'll be a D4 minus one <laughs> when it bites. But it, it, because it's next to you, it will get its pack uh, advantage. And you will, if it's alive on your next turn, will also get your sneak attack because it's adjacent to yeah, your attack. Yeah. And did you see down at the bottom where it says it's the natural enemy of grills and they get plus six? <laughs> Grill advantage on all hits. Ten, times ten damage one of them. All That's the right. girls are intimidated and paralyzed. That's right. They're all prone now, just all of a sudden. These hovering brain birds are all prone now. That's right. Well, baboons grab onto their tentacles and swing whack around, them on the ground. Yeah. And yeah. They just swing tentacle to tentacle. Yeah. Okay, so when you monkeys. all are done... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which growl number two or three looks worse to Mia? Um, definitely the one engaged with Shakara looks. Uh, the, it's missing a tentacle. It's got that big bludgeon in its in its head from Falzer and Stone. It's it's looking pretty hurt. Okay, so I'm gonna 
guiding bolt the crap out of Grell number two, the one adjacent to Shaft, and it's a 13 to hit. That hits, yeah. Okay, so that... Grell number two takes 12 damage, and until um, the end of my next turn, anyone attacking Grell number two has advantage, and he's uh, got this mystical dim light glittering on the target. So he's kind of radiantly gleaming. Nice. Good job. Do you want to move, or are you good? I am good. All right. Next is the baboon. <laughs> As it, yes, it does wink with its brown eye, signaling back to the cultist that it got the gist of what it was saying, and it's just going to try to bite into this grell. Wow, it got a 13. That's a hit. <laughs> Go, baboon! His name's Butt. Okay. Baboon! For one damage. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Better Gently. than nothing. His poo is not very powerful. <laughs> it does draw some blood from this grill. Shakara. Uh, I'm going to try and lop off some more tentacles. Ooh. That was so close to a crit. That's only a 19 plus 6 is 20 something. I don't need 20, to do that math. I don't need 20, to do that 25. math. 25. 20 something. Close enough. That is 11 <laughs> points of damage on my first attack, and I'll bring my sword around again to try and lop off some more. That's a 20 to hit, and that is... Oh, that's only 7 points of damage. Yeah, you definitely get a couple more tentacles. It's still just kind of bobbing in the air above above the ground. Still alive. Shaft. I'm going to cast Zephyr Strike. Um... I'll read through this for you so you have a memory of this. Uh, You move like the wind until the spell ends, which is one minute. Your movement does not promote promote opportunity attacks. Uh, Once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack roll on your turn. That attack deals 1d8 extra force damage on a hit. Whether you hit or miss, your walking speed increases by 30 feet until the end of the turn. So I'm going to cast that. It's a concentration spell. So that removes your hunter's mark? It will remove my hunter's mark. Okay. I'm going to... That's a bonus action. So, one, two... Now, this... What I see on the map here, is that like a pile of something I could climb up on top of? Yeah, it's just kind of a pile of of debris and rubble. You could certainly get up there. Okay. I want to try to get up to a high point. Off to your right. Off to my right. So I can have a good vantage point. So then I'm going to take my two actions and use the bow. I'm going to first shoot uh, Grell number one. That is a 21 to hit. Yep. I will use Colossus Slayer. That's been damaged, correct? Yeah, definitely. So that's 13 points of damage. Then I will take my second attack on Grell number two. With advantage. Oh. He's radiating. Yeah, he's shimmering in this light from Mia's Guiding Bolt. 18, and that's just going to be 1d8, which is plus 11 points of damage. Nice job. Thank you. Yep. Uh, these growl. So this shimmering growl will follow you, Shaft, to this pile. Again, it's a tentacle lashing out. Ooh, for a natural 20. Oh, Ooh. no. 14 piercing, and you can make a constitution saving throw. Uh, seven, 17 for my save. You are fine. Again, that wave, Good. this kind of wave of your, your muscles tightening up and, and clenching that you just are able to shake off. Follow with a beak uh, of, with only 14, so its beak does miss. 
This, uh, this Grell over here with this baboon having this new target is just gonna lash a tentacle out at it. And easily, you see one tentacle wrap around this baboon's neck and a, a soft snap oh, no. as the baboon's body just falls to the ground. And we then we'll you so briefly. Uh, bite in, try to bite into this cultist with his beak with a critical fail. So it's going to hurt itself for eight. And it, it triumphantly kills this baboon and then tries to follow it with a beak and bites its own tentacle off killing itself. <laughs> yes! yes. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And the last growl will get, try to tentacle and beak into Shakara. Another critical fail with its tentacle on itself. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're so intimidated, the whole... Everyone's just killing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> growl do more damage to themselves than we did. Just this flurry of sword blows from Shakara cutting off tentacles and it doesn't know which one it's still attached to itself and it's trying to leap around and whips back into its own little brain and quickly recovers as it tries to take a bite out of Shakara with only an eight. So that's a miss. Falzrin, you're up. Okay. Both of these remaining Grell are looking very, very hurt. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to target the Grell that has uh, pursued Shaft over to the right of the path here. And uh, I get advantage um, on attack rolls against him still, right? Yes, it is still shimmering. It has not yet been Mia's next turn. So Eldritch Blast. Ray number one is uh, 21 to hit. Yep. Uh, three force damage. And uh, 19 to hit for six force damage. Two quick blasts from the tip of your finger. Not enough to take it down. Dreg, still breathing very heavily. And he's just going to let out another magic missile at the same one that Falzern was targeting. Next to Shaft. Easily able to take it down with his three magical uh, darts. And back to the top with, with the cultist. I just get to my knees and shout, Baboon, no! <laughs> and I get back up. That's I could all your do movement. S- <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it is half movement. Uh, I am going to use my short bow to attack the grill next to to Chikara, I guess. Okay. So that's going to be... Hold it up a second. That is a... <coughs> 10 to a, a, a attack. So I think I'm going to miss. Yeah, that is a miss, unfortunately. So I will use my... I feel like if I... kind of want to use... No. But, 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 do I... <laughs> Do we get another baboon? <laughs> no, because that might be. I think oh, it might be useful later. It probably won't be. So you still haven't fully grieved on your last one. That's true. I'm not ready for more yeah. grief. I'm gonna move in closer to. I'm gonna use my movement to move in closer to that grill that's next to Shikana. All right. So I want to get right up behind it. I want to get right up into its brain. You are in its brain hole. Mia, you are next. Nice uh, brain hole. All right, how far am I? Five. Ten. Wow, the the growl's starting to blush, complimenting its <laughs> brain hole. <laughs> it 
winks at you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it saw what the cultist was throwing out with that baboon. It wants a little bit of the action here. <laughs> Mia's gonna take like 10 to 15 feet steps forward, just like winding up with her hammer and chuck her hammer at the last girl. Everything she's got, and she's just not feeling great, and it's a seven, so she just lets go a little too early, and Shikara can barely duck out of its way. <laughs> comes back to my hand, Shikara has to duck again, back, <laughs> like a boomerang. Well, Shikara, it is your turn. <laughs> I'm going to be watching this cultist and seeing what he's doing. He is attacking the grill, but he is dressed like a cultist, so I don't quite trust him. But I am still going to attack the Grell, and that is a 21 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that is eight points of damage. Your final strike, or your first strike, does it. Cleaving it, its little brain hole in half. Okay, and then I want to step up around the Grell to the cultist and intimidate him. Who are you, and what are you doing here? Let's, uh, let's finish this round of initiative, and then we can see what the party wants to do after. So Shaft, you're up. You've seen the final Grell go down. Shakara's stepped up menacingly to this cultist. I will jump sort of run, jump over the, the Grell, sort of land on my feet. Like I have uh, additional 30 feet of movement right now, so I'm really hauling ass. So I'm going to run all the way over to where they are and sort of hold my hand up to Shakara to stop her from attacking. Falzern. So I've just seen this Maybe I caught some of the winks earlier um, between Shaft and this elven cultist. And the baboon. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. He definitely saw the baboon wink. Don't forget butts. Yeah, it made me a bit nauseated. Um, he winked with his bum cheeks, too. So I'm going to move up, uh, but keeping about 10 feet of distance between uh, myself and this this little scene here, that in case it evolves into an altercation. And Drag will kind of shamble after you unsure of what to do, just kind of taking the party's lead here, basically. But he will get a little closer as well. And then we go back to the top with the cultist. So we're out of initiative now. Depending on what you want to do. Alright, I'm gonna say... (sighs) Guys, you don't know me, but I joined a cult by accident and I could really do with some help and... Hi, uh, sorry, uh, my name, Thunder McScroggins, my name's Thunder McScroggins, and, uh, God, I'm just really happy to see you. Uh, you, little dude, um, you don't know me, but I, I saw you, we were in a cave, I was doing some mad chanting, it was pretty good, and then you came out of nowhere sacrificed someone then jumped into some water I don't know and then there was, there was this fog it was all very confusing but I yeah really... yeah I, you're, you're getting the gist of it I look over at Shakara uh, just to sort of see what her re- face facial reaction is <laughs> uh, yeah I I think I remember you uh, you were uh, all all about that sacrifice if I recall correctly I just you know I was uh, fell in with a few bad people and I was in a bad place and my friend Terry Russell was like hey jo- come with us we'll join this we got this thing going on and I just lacked a bit of community and I, life was not going great for me and I just uh, one of my friends had just gone missing and I thought hey I'm, gonna, I'm traveling around a great way to see the world join a cult 
so that's what I did, and I. Like, we've we've all joined a cult one time or another. I sort of look around, and Speak it's easy to yourself. make bad decisions. And I look over at Shakara, and I look at <laughs> Shakara. Just looks confused, but I still have my sword up. Mia does not believe this garbage shaft is spewing. My question is, what you doing here? Well, so now. I can appreciate that I'm thing this is these were my own robes. I was wearing this anyway, but that's not the point. But the thing is that I'm here because there is what we're calling wave two and uh, they're gonna be here real soon. So I'm kind of here to welcome them, but I thought it was my chance. Once I was out of the whole dome thing, what well, that was a mess, right? You yeah. anyone remember that? How yeah, many those? I, I still we were, remember it's right there. We were there making it messy for you. I mean, you're lucky to be alive. I just, it's the first time I've ever felt that. Look, I've had some low times in my life. But, so yeah, I'm basically saying hello to these people to try and like direct this new wave of, well, I guess you would call them baddies. But, I mean, I want to call them bad. I want off this goddamn island. <laughs> I am with you, pal. So... You're supposed to direct them on where to go? Yeah, basically I've just got to point them up the hill. Well, but you could point them a different direction, right? I'm not now. Let's just be very clear. I am not in yeah. charge of anything. I barely know what I'm doing. I just get pointed to one direction. You know, she just tells me what to do. And, you know, You're I do You're talking about Erica? Yeah, she's... I don't like her. She's mean. So being, being involved in part of the ritual, you have to have some kind of standing. I mean, they're not just going to pull any schlep into, into that. I literally was there to chant. They tell you the chant, they give you a piece of paper, you start chanting. I don't even know what I was saying, if I'm perfectly honest. And they do this thing where they, oh, they're stabbing, and it really... That's not what I signed up for. I thought we were going to, like, there'd be some guitar music, I thought there'd be a bunch of bards, I was hoping we'd, like, you know... I was hoping for an orgy, but that's not what happened. There was a lot of tentacles, but there was no action. So No, trust me, I crashed the party, and it was all wrong from the moment I stepped in. Uh, and I, I had to dash, of course, you, you saw. Thunder. By the way, I like your name. Thunder Muckscroggins. <laughs> Being a worshiper of Thor, Thor myself. Um, can I just call you Thunder? Um, do you know Danzig? Uh, I, hold do on. You, do you know anything about the matron? The matron's vessel. Well... You know, the little guy that was at the ritual is who she's asking about. Sarma's oh. right hand? Yeah, that thing in that basement. I We totally took that basement apart, and I took that back to... I took that back to Erica. Uh, oh, so... cr- crap. You Ah, oh, Shaft, you hear that? Shakara hangs her head. Just to clarify, there was a barrel down in the bottom of the of the bar this over there, fish right? Fish smelling thing, yeah, and that's yeah. tattoo parlor, yeah. And you rolled that to Erica. Well, I'd like to think I carried it over my shoulder, but I did roll it, yes. You are not strong enough to carry that. I had the help of uh, almost three baboons. <laughs> <laughs> they do come in handy. I put for the barrel on top of the baboons, and they all just crushed underneath it. So then I just started rolling the barrel uh, up the hill. With they all—they all come in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Um, can we? Um, Thunder, can we talk privately for just a, just a minute as a gr- as a group? And I kind of walk over to the side. Hey, um, yeah, cool. I'm cool with that. Just don't kill me would be my only thing I would hope. 
to impart as you do that. No promises. That's fine. I'll be honest, I've been dealing with a lot of murderers recently, so I'm getting used to it. Just just stay where you are there and, and we'll be back in a second. Don't don't go anywhere. Um, guys, the whole point of coming down here was to get Danzig. What do we do? Well, we gotta... I mean, if he's the key to this whole thing, we gotta get him. I knew we should have killed him when we had the chance. I'm I'm so really sorry, Shaft. This is this is bad news for you, I'm I'm sure. How do we get him without facing a second wave? Maybe we could sneak into Erica's tent. Well, this this guy here, I, hopefully he can point us to exactly where it is. I mean, I don't know how long ago it, it was that he moved it, but if he can help us figure out where it is, we could really throw a wrench into their plans. Yeah, we're sort of back to the original bad plan. Could you all roll a perception check, please? And uh, Thunder, you, you can as well. Oh, come on, falls are in. Eight? Thirteen. <laughs> Eight for Mia as well. We're quite involved in our whispering. Oh, dude, yeah. Mia is so tired right now and hanging on for dear life. It's a three for Falsy. Eighteen. <laughs> Shaft and Thunder, you both notice a shell ship surfacing off of the southern coast, seemingly moving towards the port. We're all going to die. I just, I look over and say, hey, yeah, Terry told me about this. You guys suck at whispering. I can totally help you. So uh, we, can we just get away from that? Because that's not, that's them and they're bad. I mean, I know I look bad, but we just get past that. Hey, Shaft, is that the rising? Didn't you say you labeled him? No, we we, we should have. Yeah. Well, guys, I can't tell from here. We need to at least find some cover to hide and, and see who comes off of this. If it's if it's another the next wave of of cultists and deep signs, we, we don't stand a chance. And we must get drag out of here. Yes. Again, you're still not whispering, but I will say it is. It's worse than that. How? Wait. Why don't you just come on over here and tell us? Tell us everything you know, Thunder. Let us get somewhere hidden first. Well, I was born in the Falaran <laughs> Forest, and... Yeah. Uh, sorry, you mean about right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speed it up, buddy. There's a bunch of stuff on that ship we need to get away from as quick as possible. I know where Erica's tent is, if that helps. It does. Let's, uh... Let's, let's head over to Jep's bait and tackle and, and wait till these things land, and we can talk about it there. Sounds good to me. Let's run over and go into... Into whatever holes in the wall. <laughs> sure. Uh, you are just leaving the grail bodies in the street? Uh, oh, crap. No, yes. because they'll reanimate. Uh, can we... How much How much time do you think we have before we're going to be seen? If we were to try uh, to This ship is about 150 feet off, off, oh. uh, off of the coast here, and it is quickly approaching. Quickly drag them behind the rubble. Is the rubble high enough to hell hide three grail bodies? Yeah, I mean, there's just rubble everywhere. Just more than what's depicted on this map. It's just this place is littered with debris. You can certainly try to cover up their bodies, kind of dragging them off of this main trail, yeah, uh, main road. Maybe we can pull them off to the right of the path on that behind the rubble shaft was standing on. Yeah, yeah. Let's I just do that. I will just say that I could reach into my bag of tricks. There's some things in there that would eat these bodies. I don't know if that's helpful. <laughs> can Can you? Uh... Oh, I can't control it. 
Yeah, Thunder, save your tricks for later. So could those that are trying to do this make me uh, a stealth check as you're covering up this these bodies? Or I guess it's more of a sleight of hand, but it's the same modifier. So sleight of hand if, you, if you're trained. 12. I'll help. Oh, sh- uh, 11. Uh, big old natural one for Falls Room. Ugh. 24. I mean, what the hell's wrong with you people? <laughs> We're tired, damn it! It's been a long day. We've had a long half day. I, I do have plus really nine tired. to my stuff. I rolled a five. I rolled a five. Great. So okay. So the party you start to drag, the, and the grub, like the bodies, they're very light. Basically, it's like a floating brain. With some of them are missing a lot of tentacles, so they're they're actually not very heavy. You're able to drag them over, and thunder. So uh, very proficient in just. You see him whirlwind of hands moving and f- flipping rocks over these and falls and stumbling around and undoing most of what he's <laughs> what he's doing with his natural one. And Thunder kind of has to push him, kind of give him a polite-ish push away. And you get these bodies covered up. I look over to Falzer and say, I know this sounds bad, but I've moved a lot of dead bodies in the last two weeks. So I'm pretty good at this. It's an art. That does sound a little bit bad, but I'm, I'm sorry, I'm... I'm just exhausted. Hey, Thunder, you might want to say less things like that around us. Remember, we are not quite sure that you're our friend yet. Hey, I'm just an open kind of guy. I mean, I'm, I'm up for things. You know, whatever happens, happens. You sometimes you join a cult. I could have been a good cult. just constantly, like, every time I can, just watching him and, and giving him glares every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Should I take my hood down? Would that help? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I start undoing my robe. It's a bit more <laughs> ominous, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> And as you get these grell bodies covered up, you see the, sh- the ship is nearly docked like to the land. And you're able to scamper off of the road uh, a few buildings. Shakara does not scamper. <laughs> my, my apologies. You all slump over, <laughs> bleeding from many, many wounds. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> and you take refuge in Jep's bait and tackle. And I would like the clock to immediately start for a short rest. You can attempt talk. to if you want. Does Jep's bait and tackle, as it's you know pretty popular place, does it have like a, a cellar that uh, he keeps all his extra health potions you know, bait? <laughs> if you want to be rummaging around in there as this ship uh, makes, if it if it's obvious, as so you step in to to bait and tackle here, and again the place is gutted by fire. Any goods in here that were saleable or usable no longer are, and it looks like a, a shell of a building, basically. Doesn't seem to be any immediate uh, passageways leading down to some type of underground room or anything like that. What time of day would it be now? It's like two-ish in the afternoon. What's the weather doing? It is storming like a son of a bee. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> uh, I love it. As this ship finally makes landfall... Uh, on its approach, you see, again, the similar to the, how the Rising 3 works. It, it kind of opens up uh, longitudinally, right? It's hinged at the very back of this long, like, 100-foot, uh, what looks like a, a shell-like uh, vessel. And it opens up, and instead of, uh, of like, cannons and, and cultists and drown like you've witnessed on these ships before, it's actually filled with what look like large beasts, you see about 10 of them from your vantage point here. Again, you're, you're maybe about 100 or so feet away. Uh, it is storming, but you still have enough visibility to make out what's going on here from 
your 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 uh, kind of hidey hole here off of the road and it is far away from enough from the port that you don't necessarily need to be making any stealth checks just yet but these creatures they they they're they're large creatures so in mechanics they take up a 10 by 10 square so they're quite quite big beasts and they're just from head to tail they're covered in like kind of this orangey brown looking fur the ends of their tails uh almost like um like the end of a stegosaurus tail it's got like a big ball of of bone or something or whatever substance at the end of it that looks like it would hurt if it hits you uh you know i'll kind of a, a a jaw full of teeth and uh what look like horns growing out of their their mouths and there are about five other cultists you see each of these cultists have about two of these creatures on a lead as they're they've they've kind of now thrown a gangplank from the the ship's deck thank you from the ship's deck uh, onto dry land as they are starting to herd these creatures off and bringing up the rear are four very strange looking humanoid creatures they have no features on their bodies they're wearing no clothes completely this pallid gray again i mean humanoid right so they have two arms and two legs but really no other discernible features and they're just kind of offloading this boat and starting to herd these creatures north along the road leading to the city told you it was worse on there (laughs) those cultists got lead duty suckers that does not look good so anybody that would like can do a yeah can, you can do a nature check uh, on these creatures, and uh, you could actually give me two for for the for the 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 beasts and the strange humanoid creatures. All right, Falsey's back in town. It's a nat nat twenty. Uh, plus, do you need a plus? My first nature check is twelve. Twelve for me. Thirteen as well. So a twenty-three. Uh... Dang, Falsey. Thunder. I must oh. read a book. I got a 17 and a 6. So you all have actually heard of these beasts before. They are called cattle... How do you, I don't even know how to say this word. Cavern. Yeah. <laughs> Salvern. Cavern beasts. Beasts. Catablepus. Catablepus creatures. Catablepus. And you all actually know that they live in within the Phalaren forest. Uh, that's kind of where they're native to uh, within Aspara. And they're mainly kind of uh, like more swampier, marshy type terrain creatures. And that's kind of all you really know. Um, so they're swamp things. Yeah, they're, they, it's kind of their natural terrain. Um, actually, those that got higher than a 15 uh, also know that because of because of the, the the kind of muck and swampy areas in which they favor, they always have this this stench of of like decay and and, and mold about them. Uh, a stench that could very easily affect you if you get too close to them. Of course, they can. Um. So for these other humanoids, what did everyone get for that nature check? Twenty one. Roll to 20. 15. Actually, I- I'm sorry. Um, I'll take a history check for these guys. Two nat 20s in a roll. Same thing. It's still intel. Yeah, it's still intelligent. Yeah, but. same thing. 15. Uh, another nat 20 for Falsey. Uh, so 26. 10. 
Bill, stop wasting your nat 20s. <laughs> Again, those uh, those that rolled uh, 15 or higher on this history check know that these creatures are called doppelgangers. And sim- kind of similar to the Deep Scion, they're, these, these creatures are, are born to be shapeshifters. And they can probe surface thoughts of targets and take on their guys. And again, kind of still very similar to Deep Science, like for infiltration and mimicry and that kind of stuff. And there's four of them? There are four of them, yeah. Trailing behind the, this herd of Catoblipus. Catoblipus. Why did I choose? <laughs> I should just name them something else. Cattle. Cattle we'll say bees. Cattle. Say cattle bees. And they continue up this road, moving northward. And and now that they've kind of got a little closer, again, you you are are all still quite far away. There's there's kind of a, a, a ruined building between you and the road now where they are walking. But even from your vantage point, with ten of them in this area, you can smell them, and it's just it's a horrid, horrid stench. How would the cultists not be affected by it? You know what I mean? If they're they seem to be they seem to be fine. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, guys. So, what do we do? Do we do we call I, Grimby? Do we get him? What are those? What are those things in the back? Th- those large beasts, you mean? Yeah, the ones that are pushing everybody along. There. Yeah, the, those. The you don't ones? want it. You don't want to get anywhere close to those. They they have a foul stench that that could really no no make the gray you, ones. no the the big tall ones in the back they, the ones that look like people without any features they're shapeshifters shaft doppelgangers ah. Oh doppelgangers i've heard of that this day just yeah. keeps getting worse and worse yeah this day sucks it's all your fault thunder hey now i'm willing to take some of the blame but not i'll be honest how much how much of the blame uh, how many stabs of the blame i would rather not get stabbed but i do appreciate that as a cultist former cultists we do stab. We do a lot of stabbing, and most of our like traditional system is based around stabbing. And <laughs> it's a very stabby system. But can we move away from the smell of those things? It might not affect cultists. We just call them us guys. But it does smell pretty bad. Thunder, yeah, what, I, what's your idea? What do you want to do? I mean, how many ships are coming in? What's happening? All I know is that this ship is coming in, and it's here, and. That's the bunch of people on there that I don't want to talk to. I just want to not be a cultist anymore, and I think I need to go. If they were expecting to meet you, what will they do with you not there? Now, I'll be honest with you, I don't know any of your names. Uh, But I will say that I don't... They're probably just going to be fine. I don't know. I haven't thought this far ahead. I'm sorry. This was a cut and... This was like... I didn't have many opportunities to escape this cult. So, I just took the first opportunity that I saw to do that, so... What I know of cults is they don't tend to let you out. So, if you decide to stray away, you're sort of sort of on your own, and if you talk to them again, they're probably not going to take kindly to it. Yes, yes, I can relate to, to, to trying getting, to get out of uh, situations that you perhaps agreed to uh, under poor terms. I could try to call Grimby. Let's... But... Yeah, I, I think... To what end? I think we Who need to... Who knows how far away he is? That's, that's... I think we need to put some distance between... I mean, where can we go to Drag, can ourselves? you teleport us again? And Drag, this whole time, he's just kind of been slumped against one of these charred inner walls. He has finally caught his breath, but he looks very pale, and you know, 
huge bags kind of forming under his eyes. I... I don't believe that I, I can just yet. So, Falzerin, where right up the beach here is where your buddies are. And you have the location, so maybe it's not a bad idea if we get away from the docks here and maybe take a drop and see if you can contact your friends. Who are you? Oh, trains? Uh, t- uh, yeah. I'm just here. I didn't even know this wizard was alive. So it's fine. Uh, just ignore me. Hey, I'm just here to help. Have fun. Hi. Sorry. Let's let's not get into any any specifics. Um, yeah. The- we, it's, we can kill Thunder. It's not a big deal. He's a cultist. I don't feel bad about it. Farmer cultist. Well, uh, sure, he farmer. hasn't given us any reason to... Let's not jump to anything too drastic here. I just had a real bad, like, month, so I joined a cult. Who here has made all good decisions for the last, let's call it, one year of some kind of... I mean, I have. I hold myself to a very high standard, Thunder. Well, well, Mia... I sort of put my hand up and then I put it back down. (laughs) I can relate. The car just doesn't answer. I can relate to Thunder. May he without sin cast the first barking stone, I always say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I do like your name. Thunder's pretty cool. I don't know your name because none of you have told oh. me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Thunder, my name's Mia. Uh, no, we don't need. Uh, whatever, but I mean. There is power in names we have learned. He can see the electricity in Thunder basically booming off of me, so that's why I like your name. Cool. Hi, Mia. Hi, everyone else. <laughs> Hi, I'm Randy. As you are starting to make these tentative introductions, you see that this herd of beasts and these doppelgangers and cultists, they have now moved kind of up and out of your view, continuing northward as, as the, the stench uh, starts to, to abate. And, you know, you still have that kind of just, just that hint of it stuck in your nostrils, but the, the worst of it is, has moved on as uh, the, this landing ship has seemed to pass. And you do see the, the dock ship itself uh, it has closed back up, and it seems to have been receding and submerging once again. So you all would like to try to take a short rest right now. I would love I wouldn't to. Be, uh, I wouldn't be opposed yes. to it. Absolutely. Okay, so you can guys can kind of take this hour, uh, you know, chatting amongst yourselves, maybe finishing some of these introductions. Telling um, Thunder all about the Tritons and where to find them. Yes, all of the information of the enemy would really perfect. Be. perfect. I mean, you know, I won't say friend, but Terry, you told him everything, and so that's from what I understand. Who's Terry? Terry, you. So the only reason I know you, other than Terry that, Russell, Terry Russell. That's the way I know who. Kind <laughs> I know, but I'm of like, who you, did we tell? You told him everything. Uh, you t- he was on that ship, and you kind of beat him up, and then you held him captive. And I, I, he, oh, we turned him in when we got to Heracleon. <gasps> He tells me that you guys were just terrible, but you talk a lot. But (laughs) (laughs) he got me into the cult. He's an okay dude, but he's a little bit intense. He's an okay intense dude. Well, this is awful. (laughs) Can you believe what just happened? Yeah, nothing shocks me anymore. I really do like the intro and outro music. Yeah, it's Josh Jarvis. You can uh, contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. And the ambient sounds from Tabletop Audio really draw me into the story. Yeah, they're pretty good. 
Would you happen to know how to contact anybody from the party? Yeah, I don't know why you'd want to, but yeah, they're all over the damn place. They're on Twitter at Encourageable Par, Instagram and Facebook as Encourageable Party, and they got a website with a bunch of crap on it, too. EncourageableParty.com? Yeah, I think that's it. What about merchandise? Yeah, it's on the website. What about NPCs and maps of Aspara? Yeah, it's on the website. What about information about giveaways and links to the episodes? Yeah, yeah, it's all on the website. What about a good shepherd's pie recipe? There are no good shepherd's pie recipes. Well, mayhaps their sponsor, Critical Hit Design, will have some. Well, if you eat it, you'll have some happy adventuring.